0: The man. and that's the bottom line for the not go shirtless
1: with the 1000000s W don't mike james wednesday the 9th of october we have watched, I'm assuming we've watched, uh, WWE, Ground of Battles, Battleground, some people may call it Battle Bore, luckily it wasn't Sky Ooh. Sports 3 for many of us, um, uh, down in the UK, so we didn't have to pay for it,
0: Battle mm-hmm.
1: Bore, Boring Ground, Bore Back, Randy, <laughs> Borton, Triple hey. Bore, was it, <laughs> is that justified Mike? Surely you miss that Daniel Boren. Yeah, but that, he was a, he was one of the few things that weren't too bad. I mean, Randy wasn't too great. And let's have another Bore show come out and another bold, rubbish finish, just like we've had every pay-per-view since SummerSlam. Okay, that's only three of them, admittedly. Yeah. But let's have another really rubbish finish for the people that are clearly... Paying for the show and let's be honest, this is one of these shows where you have to be a hardcore fan, especially in America, if you are going to buy
0: Mike. Hello. <laughs> Moving on. No no no. Uh no, I just battleground was a worst
1: pay-per-view of the year so far. I'm not saying ever of all time, but I think looking from the Royal Rumble up until now, I th- I would clear I would for me it's clear that this is the worst pay per view so far from WWE in 2013.
0: I cannot agree with that. No. No. What was worse? Battle... Well, WrestleMania, sadly. Uh, n- no. Okay. From a. <sighs> I, surely, a... surely, because it... think of the battleground. It battleground wasn't amazing, but I didn't think there was anything really wrong with it either. It was a little dull. It wasn't amazing. But I don't think it was total shite. I... Whereas Rest- WrestleMania, if I wasn't watching with you, I would have taken my own life.
1: Yeah, you're right. Uh, but was it because it was WrestleMania? As in, like, that... was it because our expectations of WrestleMania uh, and, and it really, really disappointed it's a bit like right i mean i mean thinking of metaphors here mike it's a bit like yes. um you being really really into surfing you come downstairs christmas morning in australia because nice and hot so you can go surfing that day and yeah. basically what happens is there's a lovely surfboard present there and you feverishly opening open it to you know you're thinking santa's brought me this it's amazing and it ends up being a ironing board that's how i felt about WrestleMania.
0: Also, I was <laughs> you going to say you open it and it's a book. No, no. I, I was trying to at
1: least be somewhat realistic because you look at it, you think it looks like a surfboard and it ends up being an ironing board. So it's like, no. Uh, has that happened to you in the past? No, but I remember it happened to on Neighbours once. Really? Yes, it did. <laughs> with one of the characters, which is, which hey, is uh, why I thought of it.
0: Who the fuck would give someone an ironing
1: board for Christmas? I think it was a birthday present, but I had to, I was using the Christmas analogy because it is October
0: the 9th. How much would you have to hate someone to give them an iron? Unless, we, unless you're like a a nineteen fifties sexist, sexist, and you think yourself right. What would the wife like? I'll get her a new ironing board. Unless that's your logic. Uh, for, I'm not defending that logic, although it's hilarious. Then why, why would you ever give sold an ironing board as a gift? You wouldn't,
1: would you? Unless you really didn't. Like, I mean, yeah, it is uh, an ironing board. It's a bit like giving a man a drill. Having said that, a lot of <laughs> a lot of men I know, not myself, would probably be fairly excited about getting a drill for uh, or, or, or some piece of DIY equipment for Christmas. I don't know why, but
0: it's... I would have a fucking clue what to do with it. Um, true. Uh, yeah. If so, if someone gave me a drill, I would try and part some shells and I accidentally set fire to the cat. I don't know; just something would go wrong.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, that that would wouldn't end, wouldn't end good, wouldn't end good. But there, but there you go. That's why, that's
0: why, that's why I've never had cats because I knew every time I put up shells, I'd set fire to them.
1: <laughs> so, what did what did you think of WWE? Wait,
0: <laughs> No, oh, Battle I see. Brown how long have you got? Uh, well, WWE battleground. Ah, uh, well, I can say, it, but not. A, I gotta agree with you. Not a hell of a lot happened. I have to agree with that. And maybe I'm being overly positive. Ironic for me, in a way. But uh, I don't know. I just, I didn't. Nothing about it was amazing, right? But nothing about it totally made me go, "Oh, for fuck's sake!" What, the oh, ending. Think, the uh, ending made me do that. Well, the ending. I was. I wasn't surprised. I was surprised at the way it was done, but I wasn't surprised because did I not say on this show not two months ago that the October pay per view will end with a screw job so they can have a blow up at Hell in a Cell? Did I-, I not say this?
1: Yes, you did, and you were absolutely correct, Mike. But I think I think for me this this uh, battleground thing goes to show something we said at the last uh, the last show and I have been saying it for years that for goodness sake did okay then did WWE need this show no would it have been a bit better to just have their one pay-per-view a month with headless ell being being at the end of it and let's be honest i mean um it the even looking at the main event it was really the way it ended and everything it wasn't amazing it wasn't bad but i you and i even this year have seen better raw main events than the main event at battleground
0: Yes, I would go with that. To be honest, I'm although I'm enjoying their feud, uh, Brian and Orton, I've not been bowled over by the matches. No, no, no. And let's be honest, I
1: very much doubt that's Daniel Bryan's fault, not meaning to be too biased, but mm-hmm. Randy Orton, I, I don't know why everyone says Randy Orton is this amazing wrestler. I mean, um and I'd probably even argue that John Cena Yes, John hang Cena. On, hang the five who the he- Yeah? Who the hell says Randy Orton's a good wrestler? They'll well, not listen to the I show. Like, well clearly not, Mike. But I'd even argue that John Cena, despite having the five moves of doom, can get more out of people than Randy Orton. I mean this John Cena has yeah. had passable matches against a big show and he even had one. You know, average match and probably the best match the the guy had against the great Carly.
0: I think John Cena is one of those odd guys who he's not, a, and I'm not saying this because of the obvious connotations of the way he's presented, but he's a lot like Hulk Hogan in the sense that he doesn't do a hell of a lot in the ring, but he can work with anyone and have great matches with just about anyone. I mean, the guy had two cracking matches with JBL. In his career. No one has cracking matches with JBL. No. No one. Not even Big Show. Not Not even even the Big Show. What did you think of
1: Big Show? That
0: whole Uh, segment at the end. I I thought it his whole career. (laughs) No. Fucking disappointing. Next question. Now, are we talking about his career or the ending of the match? Him. Life. (laughs) Life. To be fair, though. That was his his life, not life in general, I meant... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I at no point have I looked back at life and gone, well I fucked that up.
1: Yes, yes oh. uh, yeah, so so big show. Underachiever, is that a good way? Is that is that alright?
0: No? I well, look at it this way. People, there are people who use their gifts in wrestling to wonderful degrees and make themselves brilliant, right? At one end of the scale, you have Rey Mysterio, right? Yes. He should not be a good wrestler. He's tiny. He turned out to be brilliant for most of his career. At the other end of the size scale, you have The Undertaker, or Andre. Although I don't know much about Andre the Giant, if I'm perfectly honest. The Undertaker is six ten and 330 pounds. Yes, he's more of a wrestler size, but he is not someone who should have five-star matches. He's someone who should have dull-ass, Big Show-esque matches. But he doesn't. He's incredible. Then you have the Big Show. He's seven foot tall. He's 500 pounds and the rest of it. Let's be honest here. And he just... I just think he makes no efforts. I have heard this said before. The Undertaker gave an interview some years ago where he had a word with the Big Show backstage. Oh, yeah. And and said to Big Show, what the fuck are you doing? You've got every gift you could possibly want in this business. And you just don't use it. You eat fast food. You don't shower. And (laughs) Wow. This is quite
1: detailed. Quite a detailed
0: interview there, Mike. This is what I've heard, okay? Uh, this maybe It's just what I've heard. Uh, for all I know, the Big Show might keep himself very clean in all the appropriate areas. By which I mean Reading. I don't know. By the way, Reading is not an appropriate area. I've been to the city. It's a concrete jungle of piss. I have nothing against people who live in Reading. I'm sure they're wonderful. But, move. Okay. No. Uh, but, yeah, he, he just does... I just think he could have been more. You know? Rant over.
1: There you go. By the
0: way. Yes. Give me one second to stomp have uh, my cat's on fire. I just need to stomp it out. Hang on. Oh, I've killed the bastard. We at <laughs> WW Pod do We and WW Pod do not encourage kicking the cat to death if it's on fire. They... <laughs> There
1: you go. No, we, we we don't. We don't. We don't. I'm a cat man. Are you more of a dog man? <laughs> do you say?
0: I'm very much a dog man. Yes. As as you, oh, I'm getting. We're getting another one. Really? When? On Friday. Bloody hell! I know.
1: Ah, so so so, will it be joining us for the Royal Rumble?
0: Probably yes. Oh, good. The thing is, this dog that we're getting just to go for the side of it. I'm not. It's a she. It's a lady dog. It's a lady dog. Uh, It's a lady dog. Uh, uh, The uh, the other four members of our immediate family have met the lady dog, have fallen in love with the lady dog, and have have said yes, we would like to have her. It's from a family that we know through our church, right? Or the others know through church, kind of thing. So I said, if she's perfect, go for it. They said yes, and we're picking her up on Friday. Therefore, I'm the only person who's not met her yet. A rather odd little turn of events is that we're getting a dog on Friday and I'm the only one who's not met her. Well, there you go, Mike. Hmm. So. Have any of you met my dog? Email us at at com. Tweet us at pod or visit com. What the fuck is my dog like? <laughs> hashtag. Um, <laughs> hashtag, what the fuck is my dog like? Does <laughs> it... Does it annoy you
1: that WWE well, keep... my dog. Keep, no, 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 no.
0: No, it's fine. I told them to
1: get him. It's fine. Oh, good. Um, does it annoy you that WWE continue to push this whole Twitter thing? Oh, we're trending. You know, as if, like, it sounds a bit 13-year-old of them. We're trending. That's going to be trending. This is trending. This is trending. Did you know Raw had more audience than, I don't know, fucking you being framed? But I, I just... Why?
0: It's like I love the idea of the tweets you'd get during you've been afraid. Oh, hey, what's up trending? Hashtag, hashtag bitch fell over. <laughs> hashtag
1: bitch. But I don't, it just, do you think, does it do anything for you? in a Marketing wise, do you read them and think, oh, I did not know that. How impressive. Or do you just think, no.
0: There's a couple of things that cross my mind when you, when you mention that. Okay. I have no problem with a bang on about Twitter at all. However, who the fuck tweets when you're watching television? No, I know. I've got. I've, I've got stuff to do. To be fair, mainly watching this. Yeah. Well, to be fair, when I'm watching
1: like the practice sessions for Formula One, right? Uh, uh, when I'm watching my F1, yeah. which, which aren't very important, they're just practicing. hence the term. Practice. Yes. I will sometimes tweet because yes. they they uh, encourage it and they'll actually read the tweets out. So there almost is a point to tweeting, but when I'm watching WWE, I won't. I just get angry and I'll probably tweet about it later. Did
0: I I even know you were? Did I even know you were on Twitter?
1: Um, no, I don't. I don't don't think I did. No, no, we're on Twitter, and then I think I'm on Twitter, and uh, I've only got like I follow like uh, some of the wrestlers, some of the F1 drivers, and stuff like that. So I don't, I don't really tweet much. I, I put it this way, right? Um, uh, I. Since I'm, um, it? I, I've now obviously watched Sky F1 for the last two, three months. Before before yeah, that, okay. I think my most recent tweet was 2012.
0: <laughs> so there, yeah, there you go. Now, um, now I understand because we have, of course, our combined Twitter accounts of WW Pod. I have one and you have one separately, but I don't. I've only had mine for about 20 minutes, but I don't think you and I've ever tweeted each other. No, I don't think we have. We must must fix that. Anyway, but there is one thing about the whole social media thing we don't know what it's called that does confuse me. Twitter? Fine. Trending? Fine. If they mention the WW app one more fucking time... (laughs) Do you
1: like that? I love that. I love that. I love the fact that voted. It's like Taboo Tuesday or Cyber Sunday all over again. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Who do you want to be your, um, basically, who, you are, who do you want to be the special guest referee? Do you want it to be Booker T, who's just come out and said, I'll do what's best for business, which is the de facto heel line for 2013? Yeah, yeah and... Mm-hmm. Besides Booker T is kind of like, you know, a face slash heel just being sacked, made to look like an idiot on, on you know, the most recent television this year. Or yes. do you want Bob Ackland, who, let's be honest, half the generation watching have absolutely no idea for. And the other half think why the f- what, what, you know the WWE app probably wouldn't even download it despite being wrestling fans because they are somewhat cool. Yeah. And then you have Shawn yeah. Michaels. I mean, what what's the point? You just say Shawn Michaels, surely. It's just, it's just a waste of your thumb energy on the touchscreen, let alone anything else.
0: There was one, one thing, and also like I'm going back at myself. There is one thing I did find interesting about this vote.
1: What, the 7% or the 30-odd percent for Bob Acklin? I
0: found that hilarious, it. But... it was the fact that Booker T was clearly trying not to piss himself <laughs> when the <laughs> results came in. That's true. <laughs> when when they and it wasn't just that but it was the bit before it when they say, Do you want booker tea? And the audience did nothing. <laughs> the the three of them were backstage and they went, Right, will it be Did you vote for Booker T and two two blokes went rrr. and then booker, uh, booker T just tried not to piss himself laughing. Bob Backlund, did you vote for Bob Backlund? Two more blokes. Rrr, rrr. Or did you vote for Shawn Michaels? Yeah! Oh, don't get me wrong. I'd have done
1: that as well. Um, And live. And, you know, but yeah, it was ridiculous, wasn't it? Um, There's no point. It's a bit like, do you want a debate? Do you want an armlessing match? Or do you want a a hell-in-a-cell championship match? It's just so silly.
0: It is that whole thing of, do you want a TLC match? Do you want a a hell-in-a-cell match? Or the one that wins every time... The shit in a bag on a pole with a rat match.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, I just don't. I just don't get it. Um, you know, like yeah,
0: because shit in a bag. <laughs> who wouldn't vote for that? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know.
1: It, it's just. There, it's quite dangerous, though, in this, in this age of Twitter, especially when you've had, for example, the X Factor, when um, Rage Against the Machine ended up being number one <laughs> that year. No, but, yes. but because Twitter now is, it can spread within seconds and minutes, it's not yeah. completely implausible for enough people to all get together, given a long enough show, and to have Bob Ackland as, as your guest referee. I mean, that's not... Uh, no, no, I sound like a hypocrite now going back on the obvious one, but for people to that want to um, disrupt the voting, I could probably see that in a couple of years as being uh, not impossible, you
0: know? What would be interesting is if we have, as you say, along those lines, a mass Twitter campaign, like you're saying, and you end up with the guest referee as ready to get into the machine. That would be awesome. They go, you can vote anyone at all as a guest referee, and I know you end up with Rodney from Only Fools and Horses. I would... Uh, that's that true, that's true. It would They uh, yeah.
1: Sell more pay-per-views than Battleground.
0: Maybe. Nicholas Lindhurst as the special guest referee at SummerSlam. And he's, just, and he's just sitting there going, what the fuck am I doing here? I don't watch wrestling. I'm an actor. What, what the fuck am I supposed to do? <laughs> Uh, I'm, busy filming, I'm busy filming the new series of New Tricks. What the fuck am I supposed to do here?
1: <laughs> oh, dear. You ever watch that show, New Tricks? Uh, my dad does. I've seen a couple of episodes. I quite like it. You like it? Wow. Mike likes a TV show.
0: Hashtag OMG. Um, no, I, I, like you, have probably... I only watched, like, one series, and then I fucked off. <laughs> no, I've been watching The Walking Dead recently. I've not seen that. What's that about? Is it about zombies? Yes, it is.
1: Ah. Uh, um, have it. it? Yes. Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. It's also what I feel like after watching any big show and Mark Henry match, but.
0: <laughs> what? I didn't know there was a show called Suicidal. <laughs> Suicidal? There is a TNA wrestler called that. Although once. he's changed his name, yeah. To what? Mildly Depressed. <laughs>
1: I, I just don't I just don't understand. Well, don't get me on don't get me on TNA. TNA is really struggling at the moment to the point where God. I think i um, um, I was listening to some radio show. I forgot what it was now, uh, and uh, that one of the um, guys was basically saying that he cannot see TNA around in the next eighteen months um, with the same management or under you know without going through some major instrumental management change. Um, intimating that maybe Dixie Carter might should be going, potentially. But that was just a prediction. It's no like, you know, facts. It's not facts. It's completely based on rumours and, and, and opinion. But with the way TNA is, going down to the four pay-per-views and everything, I mean, how the mighty have fallen, Mike. It keeps on getting worse for these people. They got rid of Vince Russo. Yeah. Um, and I'm not meaning to bring that whole debate, though, but getting rid of Vince Russo and then having Eric Bischoff there, all fine and good, but... Was, is it a of fact of too little, too late? Is it a fact of too many cooks spoil the broth? Too many chiefs, not enough Indians with TNA. I don't know. What do you think?
0: Too many chiefs could be part of it because it's, you've got Dixie Carter trying to run it, Jeff Jarrett trying to run it, Hogan and Bishop sticking their all in. There could be a bit of that. There could be some truth to that. I mean, but with TNA, I just I think any wrestling company can be saved in theory if you just get a decent booker in there, but I don't know, uh, they may as well call this pay-per-view TNA bound for ambivalence. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> yep, absolutely. Mm. TNA. Oh God, what's the point?
1: <laughs> yep, yep. Yep. And uh, yes, yes. And the pa- and the, the pay-per-view after bound for, what was it? Bound for glory. Bound for ambivalence. Bound for benevolence. Yes. Bound for benevolence.
0: Ambivalence. Ambivalence. it mean, you don't, care.
1: It means you don't it. care either way. Yes, yes, yes. Well, the next paper view should be a, a hardcore obscurity. There you go. <laughs>
0: um. <laughs> TNA. We now do conventions.
1: TNA. We now. Yes, TNA. We
0: are conventions. Um, so there it's you just, go. It's just. It's just like the Aces and Eights, which I'm pretty sure still exists. That click, right? And I remember, like, one time they, they announced... Um, I mean, think, you think of the people in that clique, right? Mr. Kennedy is in that clique, and yet who led it for a while, for most of its existence? D.E.V.O.N. I mean, I love Mr. Kennedy. That is the equivalent of having, oh, I don't know, let me think, taking... right, I'm going to get a bit weird for a second. Taking a political party... Mm -hmm. Right? That's got someone really charismatic in there. I don't know. Let's say, let's get. Ah, I've got it. This would be like. This is a better example. If you get a cast of film stars. And inside that that cast of film stars is Tom Cruise. And yet the bloke you put on the posters is. Nicholas Lindhurst! (laughs) There you go. For the record, I love Nicholas Lindhurst. I don't know why I'm ripping the piss out of him today, but <laughs> nice. you know, it would be like if the WrestleMania, if WrestleMania had The Rock and Brock Lesnar in the opening fight, and the and the main event was The Ultimate Warrior versus Zack Ryder's Nan. It would just be fucking weird. It would, wouldn't it? I mean, oh god! Every you know, every time I hear of a big name in TNA, do you know what I just think? What do you think? What do you think? Leave. leave! Fucking leave! Go back to WWE and make some proper money! Well, well RVD did just
1: that, but the the rumour is he hasn't re-signed. His contract ran out after the pay-per-view, I think.
0: Ah, uh, yes. Now, this is puzzling, is it? Because on Raw, they said Rob Van Dam was decided to take some time off. I was, well, hang on. How, does that mean his contract it was only three months? I'm a bit confused. Yeah, it was. Why? This very odd.
1: Um, don't know. Maybe he just agreed to it, and they thought, okay. And may, and then maybe he hasn't resigned because, uh, well, let's be honest. What have they really done with his run? Nothing really.
0: He might as well have been a mid-carder. I mean, other well, than I, the... I don't know. I mean, when you think about it, he had he was there. He was back for three pay-per-views. Yes. Money in the bank, and then was world heavyweight championship match for two of them. It's not that bad.
1: Yeah, well, World World Heavyweight Championship with Alberto Del Rio. I mean, let's be honest, Mike, um, uh, looking at at the average Joe audience, how many people really cared about that match? How many many people really care about that belt? I say it every week. You've got a good point, I know. I mean, Uh, if I I remember, Mike, I, I don't know about you, I probably cared more about the European Championship than I do about the World
0: Heavyweight now. In the state that it's in now, yeah. Uh... Actually, if they brought the
1: European Championship back, I'd probably get more excited than I would about the World Heavyweight Championship
0: now. Briefly. Well, well, at least the European Championship made more sense. The name made no sense, right? The European Championship, therefore 95% of the winners are American. Okie, dokie. But, uh, yeah, if you have the the European Championship, we know that that is a mid-card, stepping-up belt. You're a European then you go IC title, then you go for the top. That makes sense. Having two world titles is fucking weird.
1: Well, yeah, but they've only got one that anyone really cares about.
0: Um, I mean, when Sp- we... Speaking of which, yeah. I'm going to make another prediction. Okay. I made a prediction that Daniel Bryan and Randy Orton would go another pay-per-view and they'd finish it at Hell in a Cell. I'm going to make another prediction. Yes. Bryan versus Cena 2... Uh, WrestleMania, possibly unification match. That is very, very good. It is, isn't it? Makes a lot of sense. Uh, do, uh, yeah, let's just, because the, the brand extension now is paper thin, let's be honest here.
1: It, well, there, yeah, there is no brand extension. There hasn't really been, uh, ever since they started doing the Super Shows, about two, whoa, maybe even more than that back. They don't even call it a Super Show anymore, do they? They just turn up now.
0: Exactly, the Raw Super Shows, you're right, which at first was amazing. But as you say, now it's just whatever, as you say. So it is a bit puzzling. And, and so this is what I've wondered. There is basically no, um, uh, what's the word, left uh, brand extension. So indeed, I'm wondering if we're going to see Cena beat El Rio. Well, I think we all know Cena's going to beat El Rio. And then the two of them to decide an undisputed champion. Hmm. And, it, and if I was booking, I'd make it a four-way match with Lesnar and The Rock. With Lesnar and the. Nice. Nice. Brian, Cena, Lesnar, Rock. Put in both belts, maybe up a ladder, make it incredible.
1: Nice. Um, I, well, I've been doing predictions for, uh, for WrestleMania, but I am predicting that Rock won't be there, might not be back. And if he is, it will, be Rock. It will be Rock versus Brock. Yeah, okay. And it will sure. be Cena versus The Undertaker.
0: That's my prediction. Oh, okay. And uh, then who? are uh, then assuming if Brian has the belt, if, uh, who will he um, defend against? Please Punk. God, don't say Randy Orton. Oh, oh, I
1: love that. But that's that's what I'd like. To be fair though, the interesting thing is is it I yeah I mean I think both scenarios that we mentioned are just as likely at the moment. Um, there, there was a rumor of Triple H Big Show at Mania. <laughs> oh dear. oh but, dear! Yeah, but they reckon they might have rushed that for Hell in a Cell maybe even Survivor Series uh, because I can't see oh, that. Right. I can't see anyone caring about that feud for that long.
0: Uh, no, and um, he's pu- I mean, he punched him out on Raw, didn't he? So. He did. that was, I, you know what? Raw just got I like, really like the ending. I really did. I mean, although it was a, although I'm getting pissed off with all these fucking sorry am so much today. There's so many DQ finishes, especially with the shield. It's just getting ridiculous. There's so, to, uh, far too many of them. It's like, oh my God, there's a chair within four inches of someone's wife. Stop the match. <laughs> it's getting really weird. But yeah, it's... Um, anyway, Daniel Bryan rushing out at the end. Uh, kick Orton in the head, I think it was, eventually. And the, oh, oh, he kicks on very hard in the head. Maybe it Reigns. I'm not sure. And then Triple H gets knocked out. The crowd goes, yes, yes, yes. I thought it was a really nice finish to the rule.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and a really nice finish. To the point where I, I would, well, I can understand. And I'm talking too fast now. I'm um, listening to uh, Dave <laughs> Meltzer. Um, was saying that one of the reasons why they did that and ended it like that was because the way um that battleground ended and, and the WWE themselves, in hindsight, were very unhappy. That's what he said.
0: Oh, really? Well, they felt they'd sort of changed people a bit, perhaps.
1: Yes. And, and thinking about it, had they somehow managed to end Battleground the way Raw ended, um, I think you, I think I would probably think saying something completely different, um, especially about the ending. Uh, and I think people would, once again, they do the big money thing on Raw. Now, I know, obviously, where people are watching Raw more. Fair enough. Yep. I can understand, but then I think when you do something like that, or you bring someone back, I think it shortchanges the people that paid for their shit pay per view. So, and I've always I, thought that.
0: No, I agree with you. I mean, although, like I say, I, I wasn't as down the ped for you as yourself. I agree with you that you have to make people buy the pay per views. They they make more money. That, yeah. I mean, let's let's. Say that's the only reason why they have fourteen or fifteen a year is because it's quick, easy money. Even if only two hundred thousand people buy a pay per view, that's still quite a bit of cash for WWE, and it's shareholders. It's a money making business. I understand that, but as we know from the attitude era, the only way to make money long term is to have time to build a good storyline and then sell four hundred thousand of a pay per view. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I do think, and I think I think actually we agree with this. Um, you kept you kept Orton and Brian away from each other for Battleground and then had them together hell in a cell. It might it might We wa- did talk about that, yeah. yes. Um, and I think in hindsight, the way the way the storyline went, that's completely what they should have done.
0: Or, as I mentioned before, we could have done a six pack challenge at Battleground with the three members of the shield and the big show. True.
1: I like that. Versus yeah. Or you could have even had the three <laughs> members yeah, you could have had the shield, um, Big show. You could have done like a Survivor series type match. Um you know, the Shield, Big Show, and Ryback versus obviously CM Punk, um, Daniel Bryan and you know, uh, um, anyone else that's been. Who shows, who shows maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and then you could have had them basically uh big and show. our truth. And, yeah. our
0: truth, perhaps.
1: and then you yeah. get, and then you still could have had the whole big show turning and punching through and knocking Triple H out at the end. And that's how it ends, kind of thing, you know? Could we not for
0: just, instead of Battleground, bring back bragging rights? Oh, my God.
1: What, what? Bring back the Survivor Series and then not call it the Survivor Series and then have the Survivor Series the next the next pay-per-view? Yes! That's
0: Yay! A... That? Let's have a seven on seven. Who the fuck thought of my that? Oh, my God.
1: Let's have a Survivor Series match with the people before we have a Survivor Series match.
0: Um, it was so bizarre.
1: Yeah, and you know they. But talk, it was, <laughs> wasn't it? Because I love, I love the idea of those big matches. Because it doesn't, it doesn't happen often. Occasionally, on like the main event on Raw, when it was eleven people versus the Shield, and oh, the yeah. eleven people looked ridiculous. Um, in the end, didn't they? But, but I really do miss the Survivor Series being the Survivor Series when they used to have a, at least three, if not more, solid Survivor Series matches with almost a semi storyline going into it. The you know the month
0: before, which was built, built up. I miss that. One thing that I agree with you on that, by the way, and one thing I would add to that with is with Survivor Series these days, the five-on-five matches are just totally chucked together. You don't even have necessarily people who are feuding against each other. I remember five years ago, this seemed to start, or maybe even before, we seemed to have, right, okay, we've got The Miz on one side and he can tag with let's just put in John Morrison Fit Finley the big show and his missus and they can go against I don't know the cast of Happy Days and they would just throw random wrestlers together they didn't even have to be on the same brand at that time to be on a team together it made no sense no it absolutely didn't and
1: I completely agree with you, Mike. And another thing that's missing from the Survivor series, a bit like an end of season for a series, you know, when a, when a, when a season ended um, on like a major series like uh, maybe 24, even or or, for example, or Supernatural or Heroes or anything like that so, uh, anything, like a cliffhanger
0: anything else, anything else I've never watched Yeah, yes. but,
1: but, but the end of the series on the cliffhanger people wanting to know wanting to watch more I mean yes. gone are the days and this happened the, the Bret Hart situation made it famous in 97 the Bret Hart screwed that wasn't that wasn't obviously storyline but then you had obviously in 98 The yes. Rock winning the title shock horror 99 Stone Cold being run over and the Big Show winning the championship um, the year 2000 yes. Triple H being Dropped by a crane, you know, in, in a car by a crane or, or, um, no, or um, a forklift by Stone Cold uh, Steve Austin. 2001, obviously, you had The Alliance and then you had, I think, in 2003, The Sorry. Undertaker. The being... You had The Undertaker being screwed by Kane in his Buried Alive match with Vince. But my point being is, you had all these major, massive plot holes, which some of them led on to WrestleMania, some of them didn't. But these major controversial moments at the end of Survivor Series, which made it almost a must-watch pay-per-view. Because you you ended up having your Survivor Series matches, and then you think, shit, what's going to happen that's going to be really, really big? And they don't do that anymore.
0: Now they just seem to as as I mentioned, just I hate to say because I love the Over and this last year or two, I think it's been much much better than it was say five years ago. But indeed, now Survivor Series is just stuff that's cobbled together. It seems, and it's very bizarre to me. I know. I mean, what? If I, if I
1: was doing it now, the rumours of the, um, the, the alleged rumours of the Triple H versus Vince McMahon feud, I mean, you'd really, I mean, one one thing you could do is start, was start it off at Survivor Series, couldn't you? And then obviously end it at WrestleMania, mm. I guess. But, but yeah, but we don't have those massive moments in Survivor Series uh, um, anymore, which is a shame. And quite often, I think when you look at the years back, there was... Um, foreshadowing, but of potential events at WrestleMania, you, you know, not all the time, but it did it did happen, and it, that was even before the nineties. Um, when when you look at it, but no, mm, alas, no more, Mike.
0: You see, I think that the WWE booking team, whoever it is, we all know Steph is still ahead of creative and all that, but the actual bookers themselves, aside from her, I think they are doing a reasonably reasonably good job. Yeah. But I do think that it would, it would feel a lot more satisfying if they seem to plan ahead more. Yeah, but they don't do that. They used to. I mean, there
1: are rumours of um, them after, after WrestleMania, they had the main event for ne- the next year's WrestleMania app back up. And there was that almost like booking they backwards do that for a while, to, how, yeah. Yeah, to how they get to that point. And when you look at it, um, that, arguably that's when more people watch wrestling as a whole. Now, yes. I, now, I think it kind of peaks. You've got the Royal Rumble, and then you've got WrestleMania, and that's obviously the peak. And then it goes yes. really. And it, but, and, but other than that, it just goes on the downward spiral. It just keeps. It seemingly just keeps getting worse and worse. And you get like a tiny peak about SummerSlam time, but that's about it for the rest of the year. Really. I don't.
0: Know, when you say the worst and worst, was as in the booking?
1: What do you mean? I think the interest level in Joe Public. Oh, obviously, yeah. not not you and me. Because as we know, we had even last year, um, we had some cracking pay per view matches. Obviously, yeah. CM Punk, or, you know, the rise of Daniel Bryan and Kane. I mean, they're absolutely absolutely cracking. But arguably, so far, I think better than better, a lot better than this year. Um, the quality of uh, the definitely the quality of matches, um, and it's just keeps going down the spot for the average joke because there's nothing massive to get them to get them interested in until obviously
0: your Royal Rumble and perhaps are you saying that perhaps if they did book, resume it in advance and then did that backwards booking which I've heard that term before that might make people stick around more is that what you're thinking Possibly, but then again, Mike. I
1: guess they have booked it backwards the last two years with Rock and Cena, haven't they? Really? Oh, that's true. That's true. But then they, but that's the only match they've kind of back booked, and I really think they kind of, they missed a lot of beats on the Rock and Cena this year. Um, it was too similar to last year. I felt.
0: Well, just Rock and Cena
1: this year. The ending was just shit. Well, no one want no one wanted, and I know that's why the Rock was there, the Rock to shake Cena's hand at the end, because they built up this, I don't like you, I don't like you, you know, and they, they, no one wanted to shake their hands, I mean, I mean, it's be- because of the, they had this feud, it just wasn't done, and because a lot of the fans don't like Cena, they booed it, and they booed The Rock, even, I mean, at the point, if we, I, f- I think, if I remember, I mean, maybe, yeah. Mike, it should have just been, you know, Cena looks at The Rock, and uh, The Rock looks at Cena, and then there's, uh, The Rock just gives him a nod, like a nod of respect, rather than shaking yeah. hands. You know, I mean, you know, for that, so you've got that minimal bit. I I think most people may have swallowed that, but a shake in the hands, and mm, don't know.
0: The shake of the hand or the hug or the fellatio, whatever it is they did, it was just kind of, as you say, it was just a bit, really? Because these two so hated each other. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it, not only is it hard to believe on that level, it just, nobody wanted to see it. No. No. The rock fans love the rock. The scene fans love scene. I don't think there's much of a Venn diagram between those two in this day and age. Maybe at one point there would have been, but not now.
1: No, sad, sad times,
0: Mike. Sad times. But not all is doom and gloom. I honestly think, as I say, I do think that although what we're saying is we think the Donnerley can be better at the moment, I still have been far more entertained the last eighteen months. That I have been in the several years beforehand.
1: Oh yeah, I think so. I, I probably, I probably. Um, I, I mean, on a consistent level, yeah. Um, I think, I think you're right. Um,
0: I, so, um, the, fut- the future is bright. The future's uh, uh, thinking something. Well, speaking of future, Mike. Speaking yes?
1: of the future, John oh. Cena returns. I thought you could say future endeavoured. <laughs> That'd be interesting. Um, That'd be a bit of
0: a surprise. That'd be a lot. Before
1: we talk about John Cena, though, um, my fa- my personal favourite match was the uh, Codes match. Codes? Cody Rhodes. Rhodes.
0: Me too. Me too. Um,
1: it- that was the one I was act- I was invested more in that, as I, I predicted, more than more than the Randy Orton match because we you you knew that was going to be a screw job and it was a nothing match in terms of the overall feud. You know, you knew that was yeah. going to be ridiculous, and I really really liked the Cody Rhodes and this. You know. Uh, the Rhodes family oh. and The
0: Shield. And also, Gold Dust. he's lost some weight, hasn't he? Yeah, definitely. He looks great. I know. I mean, it'd be interesting to see what happens
1: with these two. Are they going to go on a tag team together, win a championship maybe against The Shield or whatever, and then have a feud and have a match of WrestleMania? Well, I mean, there's so much you could potentially uh, do. There's I so much
0: you them. can do. I mean, I, if they are a tag team, it probably wouldn't be for very long because... Let's be honest, as soon as Sandow catches in, Cody's going to be straight in there. I'm, I'm guessing, well, unless they've abandoned that idea for now.
1: Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's got until after WrestleMania still to do it, hasn't he? So
0: Plenty of time. Um... Also, uh, speaking of such things, this kind of links the two mm-hmm. things, right? Cody Rhodes perhaps will guard to Sandow because he was pissed about money in the bank, right? Right. The World Heavyweight title, as as you say, seen as going for it. Mm-hmm. While where the fuck is Ziggler? I know. Why? Uh, so, he was so over. Yep. As a, as a face or a heel, he was over.
1: I know, I know. I think WWE seemed to have this talent for sucking the talent out of people. Um, not, well, not really sucking the talent, but, I mean... Um, just making them not mean much. It's almost the TNA effect they've had on Dolph Ziggler. Um, and it's, their, it's not Dolph Ziggler's doing. He's, no. he's one of the best workers they've got. He's one of the yes. best sellers they've got. And he's yes. getting better on the mic. Yes, um, I, I think. But, yeah, the, it's a completely wasted opportunity. It's a bit like, you know, in, down in football, you've got an open goal. You're about three foot from the, you know, from the goalpost, from the goal lines, and you still miss. That's what they've done with Dolph Ziggler.
0: It's called the Brentford Theory. Believe me, as a football fan, I understand. Um, <laughs> I'm afraid so. Okay. But yes, um, well, recently anyway. Anyway, we're not here to talk about football. But yes, you're absolutely right. It's like, I mean, the only thing I can think of is, as I'm sure you've thought of this, has he fucked up backstage? No. And if he has, don't fucking punish the fans for it. No, you don't punish the fans. P- find and five grand and get on with it.
1: Exactly. Yeah, find him five grand and send him lots of uh, I don't know community engagements and stuff. You know.
0: Yes, and uh, don't don't send him any handbags just in case. <laughs> no, just in case. What Spirit, a- did you see a sign in the audience at battleground that said Orton peaked in two no. thousand <laughs> and four? No. Because I would have. That would have been one of the first things we'll be talking about. And then on the back, it just said something something duffel bags. Oh. Oh, oh, is that what they were? They weren't handbags; they
1: were duffel bags. Orton peaked in 2000. That's the name of that. Is the name of this show, Mike? Brilliant. There Brilliant. you go. Thanks to that fan there. Orton peaked in two thousand
0: and four. I mean, the thing with Orton, it's just—it's not even if he did peak in two thousand and four. But if it, he's exactly the same, yeah, it's, he's when, a bit, hes a bit more unhinged. That's about it.
1: You're right. Where I think John Cena, you have seen the development there. Um, maybe maybe not in his mic skills because I think they're about that's still probably the same. But in terms of his his in ring action and and his him telling a story, uh, you know, during a match, um, definitely. Um, CM Punk, I think he's always been good, but Ooh. I know they like talking about WWE style and stuff. But he's his character has grown and and you've seen that. Where yeah, you're right. Randy Orton is is monotone is probably the way of you know for me. I would say
0: of those three, Punk has developed the most because of those scene. I would yeah, say I that hasn't changed much either. But at least, but he was a lot more interesting in the first place. Yes, he was. You've basically got Randy Orton. You've got you've got the wrestling skill, right? Of say JBL, right? Not brilliant, but we'll get through a main event fine. Some wrestlers are like that,
1: but he was, but he was. Um, you say JBL? Some people might be saying that's unfair because he was, he was meant to be the next coming, wasn't it? You know, almost. You know, he's, he was built after his after his match with Mick Foley and Randy
0: Orton. But in hindsight, that was probably more Mick Foley. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But what I mean is, if, all right, fine, okay, perhaps that was harsh on JBL. But if, if we compare those two, right? I wonder if I was being harsh on Orton. To be honest, if we no, thought, that's what I meant. Maybe. Oh, some people sorry, say, sorry. Fair enough, well. So, with Orton, you're right, I was with right. But JBL but all, does have more charisma on the mic. This is the thing. <laughs> JBL, as a wrestler, was shocking. He was crap. On the mic, as a commentator, he's fucking hilarious. Yes, he is. However, Randy Orton, you take some wrestling skill, as basic, say, get through a main event, you put in a really great look, and then you've got all right, it's like fine. I'll use JBL just for now because I can't do of else, right? Wrestling skill JBL, the look of I don't know Goldberg because he really looks the part, and then the mic skills of of heel Rikishi. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Randy. Orton, I mean, yeah, I know what
1: you mean by looks the part. It was a bit like he's the equivalent to the tough enough winner that didn't make it in the WWE. Almost, which you know? one?
0: Which, yeah, which one? Daniel Puder. Uh, there you him. go. There you go. That's the one. Daniel Puder was bizarre, like he won tough enough and then they made him a heel. He won Why? tough enough?
1: Well, because he hurt Kurt Angle. He hurt Kurt Angle. What did he do to Kurt Angle? He put him in a hold and nearly made him tap for real, apparently. That's that goes to the story. during oh, the second smackdown, yeah.
0: I, oh. Yeah, there you go, Mike, there you go. <laughs> I think I've heard this before, but not for quite a while. But okay, so they took him off television because of that.
1: I don't know what they did, but you know, you know what they're like. Let's let punish him. And uh, yes, yeah. Oh well, making me nothing,
0: so we can't get any
1: money back from
0: him. Exactly. Yes. Very, I like the whispering way you said that. It was yes. quite. It was sexy, but a bit weird. I don't know. I liked it. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's okay. But basically, why can't they just take examples from the past? If you want to make someone a star. Book him like, you, like they put booked Nathan Jones, and everything will be fine.
1: Well, uh, the best, I mean, a recent example, look, the average, quite average in the ring and non-existent on the
0: mic. But look, how they, look at the way they've booked Ryback. Again, it's so. true. Although Ryback has gone a bit weird, you can argue, especially because I... you can't, yes, <laughs> you, you, you do know what I'm going to say. <laughs> what but, is up with that every time he says it now? I I've realised but... it.
1: You've ruined every Ryback promo for me now. Sorry. Because I'm waiting for I'm waiting for the B word. The word
0: bully or whatever it is. Yep. Bo- bully, or whatever it is. Bully. Basically, Ryback can't say the word bully.
1: No, he can't. can't.
0: Ryback is in a is in a story where he's calling seeing a bully, but he can't say the word bully. It's hilarious. It is like giving someone with a lisp an angle with Jake the Snake Roberts. It doesn't work. It's like, I, there's a snake coming. Hey, I hear a snake coming. It wouldn't work. No. Absolutely. That was a really weird example. I know. I didn't explain it very well. <laughs> there was a thing a few years ago, right? right? And this is not just me trying to be whatever. they got this really gorgeous, this is nothing to wrestling for a second. <laughs> They got a really gorgeous girl who was in Big Brother. I think her name was Michelle. I wanted to put her on this, let's just call it an adult station, right? Right. Called, called, called Television X. But <laughs> unfortunately, unfo- yes, you, you remember, you remember. But unfortunately, she had a speech impediment and couldn't say the letter X. So the adverts were hilarious. <laughs> it went like Television F. It'd be like E F F Z. It was really weird. <laughs> Television F. What? What? I go. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to order it if you can't say the fucking thing. <laughs> well, there you go, Mike. There you go. <laughs> but that is right back in this in this feud. He cannot say the very thing he's trying to well, not promote. You know what I mean? Yeah. What or whatever the hell it is Bowley. Bowling. This is what happens. Two bowlies. What? Sorry, say that again. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, moving on. You know what? Now, so, you know what?
1: As- I-, I really hope that we're not the only ones that realise that, and we're the only ones that find that funny.
0: No, I hope we are <laughs> the only ones, and now we've ruined it for everybody else.
1: <laughs> Every <laughs> Ryback right promo. Now
0: everyone will watch Ryback right promos and go,
1: "Ha ha! Wow, wow!" There we go. In in about what? Nine years time, will there be Mike a poster saying Ryback peaked in two
0: thousand twelve? In nine years time, there's going to be a sign saying Ryback who? Ryback right
1: who? Well, there you go, Mike. In nine years time, we must create a poster saying "Bring back Ryback."
0: Yes, bring back, br- <laughs> bring back bullies, brawlies, yeah, bullies,
1: <laughs> <To>
0: bullies
1: Don't know. <laughs> He's it's, it's pronouncing it like B-U-O-L-I-U-Y or something almost. You know what I mean? Um, well, oh, well. With,
0: with a, few R, a few R's in there as well, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Taborlies.
1: Oh, Ryback.
0: Right I think I've perfected as B-O-O-R-L-E-I-S. Taborlies. <laughs> it's so bizarre. Well, he is bizarre, isn't he? Let's be fair. He is a bit bizarre. I mean, the, let's take Ryback... Who, because he's a face, it doesn't matter that he's shit in the ring because he can get away with it. And then let's make him a heel, so there's a lot more focus in him during matches. Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> Bawlies, but there you go. Oh, Bawlies, yes. Randy Orton. Randy Orton, yes. Ran- Where were we? Ran- oh, Randy Orton. It's just, I don't know. It's yeah, he's fine. But that's the thing. That's it. He's fine. He's all right. He'll do the job. Like, I don't see him as someone you build a company round, you know?
1: No. no, I really don't. No, 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 no. And he, obviously, I think he's obviously a
0: natural heel. I think a lot yeah. of people will agree with that. But, yeah, it's just a shame, isn't it? I mean, the thing is, they're doing a bit of a thing at the moment, or have been until recently, where they're tr- clearly they're trying to see if Brian can carry the ship or maybe even captain the ship without John Cena. Can Brian become as big as Cena and be that face role, giving more room for Cena to move around, if you see what I mean? Yes. But if you want to make Brian a really great face, fine. That's brilliant. Cena being away has felt a bit like something's missing. But I feel... But is that WWE's fault? Maybe because maybe. you always had
1: the Cena segment, which was one of the big ones, and the Cena feud was always one of the big things, and it was so a lot of it was so focused and Cena, who was you know almost I'd say like what a quarter of the show, um, and then you had everyone else seemingly um, normally Punk and that lot, but still uh, that him moving out. Then the reason why there is that massive block there is because it's WWE's fault because they had no one really there prepared to fill in the void. It had Cena got injured and that happened.
0: You're absolutely right. That is the case. But what is bothering me is that it feels like something's missing. And this is sound very strange at first. If, C- if, if Cena is not on camera, it feels like something's missing. When Randy Orton is on camera... It still feels like something's missing <laughs> charisma yes, what I mean is Randy Orton, as I say, he can do the job all right, but I don't think he's a big enough personality to be a top heel it, and because of that, that me, makes Brian seem weaker. Brian's very popular, we know this well the is other your... the, well the problem is also Mike, when you think about yeah. it,
1: is the few to me almost seems more like Brian versus
0: Triple H,
1: and just yes. seems to be in
0: the way. That's exactly it. That's the, if you want to make Brian a megastar, you need a really, really big villain for him to beat. And as you say, Triple H is having to be that villain, because I'm not sure if Alton can do it on his own. I'm assuming that
1: they somehow made this storyline go longer than it is. Um, you know, you know, longer than I think it will be. Would you be interested um, if built then at a Brian versus Triple H match at Mania?
0: Maybe, actually. And I'd be more I'd be more interested in that though because you know Triple H can have good matches mm-hmm. than just stringing out the Orton thing for God only knows how long. Yeah, that's that's.
1: It's a bit like Hell in a Cell needs to be the end of it, and I think the only sensible way is obviously having Brian win. Or the feud means nothing, and you've wasted everyone's life watching it for the past four months that cares about it, seemingly.
0: If Brian does not win this, it has been a huge exercise. And honestly, we could do without seeing it for three months, and then they didn't. Yeah, I know, I know. But then
1: again... I mean, how much longer is Cena going to stick around? How much longer is he going to be at the top? I don't... I can't even... I mean, he's been on the top longer than, obviously, Stone Cold, longer than The Rock. He's getting near Hulk Hogan levels of being at the top, isn't he? In terms of length of time. Ten
0: years... Uh, ten years and counting. Ten years, yeah. I mean, but when you think about it, he's... I mean, how much older is he than Brian? Do we know? Is he, what, four or five years? He, I think he's mid-30s, easily. I think Brian's 31, 32. So, there wouldn't be a hell of a lot of time for but Brian to rule. You get the feeling, you...
1: though, that John Cena is a bit more beaten up than than
0: Brian. He, he has had more layoffs recently. That's true. He's 36. And how old, Daniel Bryan? Um,
1: two
0: seconds. Two seconds. Okay. Um, 32. Okay, so four years between them, okay. The only reason I'm curious is, as I say, if, say, Cena carries on till he's 40, Mm -hmm. that means that Brian will be knocking on a bit by the time he gets to take over, if you see what I mean. So, I... I Oh, my God, Daniel
1: Bryan was born literally two days after I was in the same year. Sorry. Wow. That's very cool. 1981, May 22nd. Bloody hell. I'm May 20th, but yeah. Anyway, I'm carry object. on, Mike. Carry on. Yes! Yes!
0: Yes! Yes! Yes!
1: Yes! Speaking of which... Yes. There I'm, is a, a friend... Do, a by, friend by, of... by the way, do that to my daughter. She gets really annoyed. Oh, really? Go to bed. No. Yes! No.
0: Yes! <laughs> That's fantastic. It is, isn't it? It is. Anyway, carry on, is Mike. It... Is it because she prefers Cena? Because she's a bit of a Cena fan. Is she it? is a Cena a fan. fan.
1: She knows his music. She knows what he looks like. Even even on some of the weird t-shirts he got, his obscure t-shirts, she can she still points through it and says, "Look, John Cena." So.
0: Oh, that's so cute. I know she like yep. she she likes the Cena. What I was, there is a friend of mine, where he's my he's like my brother's best mate. But he's a friend of of the whole Chalkley clan who shared, who is his birthday is on uh, the same day. Or 24 hours removed from Hitler's. <laughs> oh, no. Which is just fantastically hilarious.
1: Oh, no. Can
0: you have a worse person to share your birthday with ever? No. Email us at WWE Podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, my goodness me, Mike. It's pretty bad, isn't it?
1: It it, it is, it is.
0: It just just creates the wonderful sentence, are we going out tonight? Of course we are, mate. It's Hitler's birthday. And yours. But yeah. And yours, and yours, and yours. Yes, which is just so bizarre, it's fantastic. Poor guy, he's like a poor guy. I know. He is quite a tragic figure anyway, if you see what I mean. Oh, no. He's a wonderful guy, but he's a bit weird. And then you hear that he has the same birthday as Hitler. And instead of. And you just piss yourself laughing. <laughs> that is. A... I, know, I know you shouldn't, obviously. But you get the idea.
1: I know. That is quite unfortunate, isn't it? To share anything with a, with a man like that. Um...
0: Yeah. Speaking of men like that, uh, Triple H. So, uh, just bring this back in. So, Triple H is a DVD out. Mm hmm. Called Thy Kingdom Come. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Not arrogant at all. Um the 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 Yes, yeah. um, uh, yeah, so the King of Kings is he no. no. Um no. <laughs> I mean you all said he he kind of sits on the second or third tier of Legends of All Time, where obviously you have He's Hulk there. Hogan the Rock, Stone Cold, Steve Austin. Yep.
0: And then, then you've you've got like as you say, you've got the very top, you've got your Hulk Hogan's Austin, Rock, Flair, and perhaps Shawn Michaels. Then well, you go down. You go, can even go. argue
1: though that Shawn Michaels is just kind of half of the shelf below in you terms could, of could. in terms of worldwide appeal. Wrestling wise, he's you know, he's, like, he's up there with rick Flair, isn't he? In terms, you know, for you and me. Oh, um,
0: definitely,
1: definitely. Uh, um, and and rick Flair is almost on that like, just that tiny bit like that half that half shelf below. Maybe, maybe maybe but then but, I, but then I, I,
0: you... I know exactly what you mean but and then Bret hart uh, i'll probably put on that shelf as well i would too i agree and then you've got the second shelf the b plus legends triple h as they triple h triple
1: h ricky the dragon steamboat would probably be on the same i see the same level chris jericho another one on that same level yes
0: that's mankind. Oh yeah, I don't know. He's a tricky one, one. isn't he? Because
1: for me, I, I don't. Because he was a, a kind of a bit like, a bit like ECW itself. He was, I'd argue though, like Flair and like Michaels to a certain degree. He was a pioneer. I know that I sounds maybe that's making that. it bigger than he really is, but I really think he was he was a pioneer in in wrestling. You know, the guy that did not look like a wrestler at all, ended up becoming, you know, one of the really, really big people, and meant something, for a couple of years, Um, and his wrestling style, and the way he did promos, I think he's done, I think, um, in front of the camera, rather than behind, he's done a lot more, for wrestling, than Triple H has done, whilst whilst he's been in front, of the camera.
0: It does, I do personally find, Mick Foley, as a face, or a heel, a lot more memorable. In terms of what he's done. You know? Yes. That's how I feel. I just think, when you think of brilliant moments, and people with real charisma, somehow, you think of Mick Foley. I don't think of Triple H. I think of Triple H as right place,
1: right time. Right place, right time, solid.
0: Guy. Yeah, exactly.
1: Solid, solid. Gets guy. The, yeah, he gets the job. He gets the job done. He'll never let you down. But yeah. he's not. It's a bit like the difference between uh, like um, a great wrestler and a really, really, really good wrestler.
0: You know? Yes, exactly. We're coming up with some very with uh, with some very good metaphors, as it were, this evening.
1: <laughs> we, we are, but we're still calling the show "Autumn Peaks" in two thousand four.
0: Um, <laughs> yes, we are. Yes, we are. Triple H, it's like if you go to a really high-class restaurant and get the shittest meal, Mm -hmm. it's lovely, but you know it's lower down the thing. Triple H is the very best meal you can get in a second-class restaurant. Right, got you. you. You have got the most beautiful... You have got the worst chocolate cake in the best restaurant of all time... And the world's best kebab shop offering. <laughs> Joe, Possibly Samoa Joe's kebabs. Triple H what? is the best kebab you've ever had. But you'd still rather go next door and get the worst steak and chips. Well, in, in your case, nut loaf. But you know what I mean. Nut loaf, corn, absolutely.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Triple my- H
0: is a brilliant dollar kebab. <laughs>
1: I, I give up, mate. I don't, I, you beat me to... I
0: don't know what to say. What can I say? Now, that is a metaphor. Triple H has become a kebab. Yes. And Mick, and Mick Foley is a really bad, but still much better steak and chips.
1: Ah, oh, Mick Foley. I've still got his DVD. I haven't watched it yet. Oh, yeah. You should bring it round sometime. We will. I'll bring it round The next time... Well, if it ends up being the Royal Rumble, it's the Royal Rumble. But the next time we're together, I will have that DVD with me. And we will watch the documentary, Tari.
0: Documentary Tari. Absolutely.
1: Tarry. Um, and, and before we go, WWE 2 k 14's out this month as well. I'm, not, I'm getting it yeah. at Christmas, obviously. But um, they're celebrating yes. 30 years of WrestleMania. It could be, obviously with the, the new Xbox and PlayStation 4 coming this year, it could be, it's going to be the peak, I think, of the wrestling games on this current generation of Ooh. console. It looks amazing.
0: The, uh, although I'm not a big gamer, as you know, I do... Because the array of superstars is apparently incredible. Yes, yeah, absolutely. I mean, one thing crosses my mind. You know how we said how WrestleMania 25, which was the 25th anniversary of WrestleMania, but it wasn't? Yes. WrestleMania 25 is the 24th anniversary of WrestleMania. Uh-huh. Because it's coming out in 2013, technically, TK14 celebrates 30 years of WrestleMania, 28 years since the first one. <laughs> well, there you go then, Mike. <laughs> if, if it comes out next year, it'd be 29 years, but this year's technically 28 years.
1: Oh, look, you've gone and ruined well, it now, haven't you? You've gone and ruined it. You've ruined you ruin everything, Mike.
0: Well, I'm evidence. sorry. I'm, I, I, <laughs> when it comes to dates and times, I'm a ball. I'm a bally. <laughs> well, Mom, <I'm> <laughs> ball- <laughs> well um, it's now.
1: I'm off the bed though, I guess we both better be in a bed. It's now eleven twenty-five. Yeah. Still on the ninth of October. I have been one of your hosts, James. Randy Orton peaked in two thousand and four. Go ahead, Mike.
0: Let me think. I had something in my head just now that was really, really good. I've completely forgotten it. Uh, I could have ended it there, but I didn't. All right. Randy autumn, Pete. Gonna, ah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to try and end it with a WWE pod limerick. Alright, and this is making it up as I go. Okay, let's see. There was a young chap called Al Gore. Who often would shampoo his floor. He wouldn't use Johnson's. He wouldn't use baby lotion. No, oh, I fucked this up. Hang on. Alright, hang on. There was a young chap called Al Gore. Who often would would mop up his floor. His mother was poor. She couldn't afford the door but even she knows Randy Orton peaked in 2004 hey. good night Monday Night Raw the WWE sports entertainment 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 the state of Florida the country of the United States the western hemisphere the planet earth the heavens above the galaxy the craft that the universe is cow. oh yeah we'll never Game! <laughs>